Most DLA teachers feel like they don't have enough time to get everything done that they need to get done. That's why everything we do here at the Teaching ELA podcast is designed to help you leave on time today and still have a great lesson tomorrow. In this podcast, I discuss real teaching for real classrooms. Whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy, I talk about things ELA teachers need. I promise that with each podcast episode, you'll have something you can use today. In today's episode of the Teaching ELA podcast, I discuss the one habit that changed my life. I know that sounds a little bit like hyperbole, because it is. But if you do this one thing before you leave school today and every other day, you'll sleep better at night, feel a lot less stress, and be present when you're with the people you care about most. That would be the people you're not with, unless you're me, of course. All my kids go to the same schools I do. This habit is simple. It's making sure that when you walk in tomorrow morning, you are 100% ready. What do I mean by that? That means you have everything on the board that you need to have on the board. That means you have all the copies made that you need to have made. That means you have all the handouts on the desk already before you leave. In other words, if something happened to you tonight, person coming into your room tomorrow morning would be 100% ready. I know you're thinking, like, why, why would I get ready for someone else? Well, you're not. You're getting ready for yourself. Unless, of course, you count yourself tomorrow as a different person than yourself today, which is kind of how we look at things. I'm not going to get all psychological up in this mug. You might be thinking, well, well, gee, Trent, you said I want to get home on time, but yet you're having me do all these things. How am I going to do that? Well, this process, even in the beginning, should never, ever take more than a half hour. I'm guessing you all have some time at the end of the day. Our day ends at 2.45 or contractually obligated to stay until 3.15. That's never not been enough time unless, of course, I've been goofing off. That's why it's a habit we do. So in most cases, this process can be done in just a few minutes. We're going to take a step-by-step look at this. Okay, so let's say we're at the end of the day. It's a good day. We're feeling happy. Day's over. It takes a few minutes for the kids to get out. So now it's like 2.48 or 1. It depends on where you teach. I'm giving my own here. Okay, now your first instinct, maybe you're not like me, maybe you are. My first instinct is to sit back at my desk, lean back in my chair, maybe watch some cat videos on YouTube. Don't do that. That's our instinct. We're tired. There's kind of that relief when students leave for the day. Don't give in to the instinct to just relax because technically your day is still going on. What I'm about to say might might hit some people the wrong way, but again, I often hear teachers I don't know if complain's too strong a word, probably not. Complain that they're always staying after. Well, I gotta stay after. I gotta stay after. Perhaps I've said that a time or two. But if we're not maximizing the time we're actually contractually obligated to work, then we don't have anything to complain about. The first thing you do is not go to your go to your desk, lean back in your chair and watch cat videos on YouTube. Here's what you should do instead. Look at your lesson plans for tomorrow. Now, if you're organized, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not the most organized teacher, but I'm organized enough that I always have my lesson plans within arm's length if I'm anywhere near my desk. So look at your lesson plans for tomorrow. If you don't have a lesson plan for tomorrow, don't worry. I've got several in the show notes section ready for you to use right now. In fact, let's go over one. Class is about to start and you need something right now. So here's the one thing you can put on the board right now so when the students come in, you'll be ready to roll. All lesson plans we discuss in this podcast can be found at ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. And a lot of them can be found in the show notes. All right, when you need to put together a quality lesson in a short amount of time, 
short stories work well. If you listen to the first several episodes of what I think is probably the best teaching ELA podcast ever created, at least in the top five. Step one, it's, okay, keep in mind it's the end of the day. You want to go home. You're tired. You don't really have anything prepared for tomorrow. And you know if you don't have things ready for tomorrow, you're going to be stressed out in the morning. And you're just going to be under. From the time you wake up, you're going to be under the gun here. You're going to be stressed out. Here's what you do at the end of the day. First thing, if you don't, this is only if you don't have a lesson plan, by the way. If you already have a lesson plan, well, skip ahead, I guess. But there may come a time, it happens to me, I've been doing this for over 20 years now, and sometimes I get to the end of the day and it's like, dang, I don't have anything for tomorrow. How'd that happen? It's probably because I teach like five or six different subjects. So here's the first thing you do. Find a short story in your textbook. I talk a lot about short stories, and I do it for a reason, because short stories, you can teach all the literary stuff, all the writing stuff using short stories. They're easier to consume for students, easier to teach for teachers. Don't get me wrong, I love novels. We're going to have some teaching novel podcasts podcast episodes coming up soon. So I know you're excited about that. Calm down. So find a short story in your textbook. Shouldn't be too hard. If you can't find a good short story in your textbook, find one online. Just Google it. If there's something you read, maybe something you taught four years ago, and it's like, I remember that. You could probably find it online. So find a short story in your textbook. That's step number one. If you're not that familiar with the, sh the story, look at the intro pages of the story and find out what it focuses on. Does it focus on characterization? Does it focus on conflict? Does it focus on plot? Does it focus on irony? Whatever it focuses on, that's what you're going to teach because you only have, you, you want to be done. Okay, don't get all like super, you want to, you're going to have a good lesson. The extra hour you spend on the fine details is going to produce very little in regards to student progress. Too many, I see too many ELA teachers trying to get the perfect lesson every time and they're burning themselves out. We're not doing that, at least not today. You can do that on your own. You can do that on another podcast, but not this one. Create a chart based on the element you wish to teach. Two column charts are best for the whiteboard. One line. One line will do the trick. Use the left column for citing textual evidence and the right column for analysis. This probably sounds familiar if you're a listener to the podcast. And if you are, thank you. If you're not a listener to a podcast, I'm confused because you're listening right now. Anyhow, past listeners to the podcast, this sounds familiar. Use the left column for citing textual evidence and the right column for analysis. Write the objective up there right now if you if you want. Just write, I can cite textual evidence to support analysis. Boom, you have the chart for it. Administrator comes in at uh, one minute after school starts, you're ready to go. All right. For example, if you're doing character, conflict, irony, theme, or whatever, write a specific example of it and then read the story together. So if you're familiar with the story, you can write a specific example up there for them. It takes another 30 seconds to do. If you're not familiar with the story, who cares? Just do it as you read it together. So read the story together. Fill out as much as you feel is appropriate for your class. Depending on the length of the story, you can use time after your reading for a quick write. I'm a big fan of the race strategy, which is restate and answer the question, cite textual evidence, and explain the evidence, R-A-C-E. It's a it's not a new theory they're teaching in some parts of the country. We're not going to get into that here. It is a strategy for answering short answer questions or essay questions, which involves things we've been teaching for years. You've probably been teaching. Maybe you've used a specific name for it. Restate and answer the question in the first sentence. Cite textual evidence in the second sentence. Explain the evidence in the third sentence. And where are they going to get all this information? Well, on this chart they just did that you instructed them to fill out as you were reading. So you have engaged readers. This is what you're, I mean, it, it really, this five minutes, 
max here. Really 30 seconds, just draw a line down the middle of the board and then let the magic happen. Or I could probably do this in any class. I've read enough short stories. I could just draw a line down the middle of the board, put an objective up there. You know, maybe that last minute you find out the principal's coming to your room and you have uh, some fluff going on that day. I think we've all been there, right? Uh-oh, Principal Walker's on his way to the room and I have charades planned. Not that charades is bad, but come on. He wants to see blah, blah, blah. You just draw a line down the middle, write the objective. I can cite textual evidence to support analysis. Grab your favorite short story. Start reading. Kids have a chart to cite. This is this is awesome. I'm getting too excited. I'm getting carried away from the focus here, which is the habit we're trying to build, which is have everything ready before you leave. So it's like, so you're supposed to leave at 3 o'clock. It's 2.55. You want to leave on time, but you don't have a lesson tomorrow. Well, now you have it. You're welcome. All right, so it's an entire 53-minute or more lesson that took you Anywhere from 30 seconds to five minutes to prepare. And since you're an actual licensed teacher with a degree in everything, feel free to modify it for your class. You know your class. I don't. You, you're, you teach your students. I don't teach your students. I only teach my students. All right, let's go back to the main part of our episode. Again, I threw that quick lesson plan prep in because that's what I do here. I want you to get home on time. And one way to get home on time is to be more efficient with our lesson planning. Don't get me started on grading. We're not going to do that right now. So back to the main part, the main focus here, which is the end of the school day habit that will change your life. You know what? You might be thinking, it's not going to change my life. Imagine this. Imagine you actually get home on time, not stressed out about tomorrow's lesson. How much better, how much quality would your time be with your family at home? Maybe you don't, maybe you don't have a family yet. How much better would your Netflix viewing be if you didn't have to stress out about school tomorrow or make or write lesson plans? Now we're talking. All right. Get out your lesson plans. That was step one. I thought it would be idea if you had all your lesson plans written for tomorrow. The minimum requirement for this end of the school day habit involves when you have your prep period, your planning period. Make sure you have all your lesson plans done up until at least the time you have your planning period. So if your planning period is fourth, you're going to want to make sure you have your first three classes prepared. That will end the stress because Let's say you don't have fifth period plan. We have a fourth period planning. You can do it then. Now, again, I don't recommend that, but hey, I'm also realistic. This happens sometimes. This happens sometimes. But I know when I leave my class in the afternoon that I'm ready to go, at least up until my planning period. So write on the board whatever it is you need to write. Daily objectives, procedures. If you're having students copy stuff down, write that on the board. You need to have everything you need to write on the board written on the board. Now, if you only have one or two different preps, it's not that hard. I had six last year, so my board got crowded. I had to, I had to uh, be creative in finding spots to write my stuff. But I also teach in the Caribbean, so there's a nice trade-off there. So don't feel too sorry for me. So get out your lesson plans, write on the board whatever it is you need to write down. Step three, make any copies you're going to need. Do not leave this until the morning. Nothing causes angst like knowing you have to make copies the second you get to school, and then you know what's going to happen, don't you? You know, you know exactly what's going to happen. You're going to get to the copy machine, and Christy Copy Makers, they are making novel sets. Or Christopher can't find the textbook, is copying his textbook, like 16 chapters of it. And then now you don't have copies made. Get that done. Get it done at the end of the day. Don't wait till the next morning, because we've all been there. And then you're trying to be patient and you're just huffing and puffing and, 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 it, and that just makes them take longer. Anyhow, so make any copies you're going to need. Don't leave this until the morning. So again, three steps. Get your lesson plans out. Write on the board whatever it is you need to write down. Make any copies you're going to need. Number four, 
Place copies. You just made the copies, so you can do. You can't do this if you haven't made the copies. Place copies and books on students' desks for first period, and set copies for your other classes so they're reasonably accessible. That's right. You can have everything on the students' desks, so that when they walk in, it's all there. You'll be amazed at the difference and how much easier it is to manage a classroom when you don't have to spend the first few minutes of class passing stuff out, shuffling through stuff. It's all there. And it sends a message to the, to the class that, hey, my teacher has his or her act together. He or she is ready. Of course, they wouldn't say he or she because they don't speak proper English, as we all know. But you know what I mean? They're thinking, my teacher is ready to go. I guess I better get ready, too. Number five, place any notes you need on your desk, on your podium, whatever. So it's all there. And then go home. So again, get out your lesson plans. If you don't have them written up until your uh, planning period the, the next day, write them real quick. I just I did a quick lesson plan. You can get on the board right now. It could be as simple as drawing a line down the middle of the board. Probably want to go a little bit more than that, but two to five minutes, you're in. So you got so even if you don't have your lesson, all your lesson plans ready tomorrow, you can do that. So write on the board whatever it is you need to write. It could be daily objectives, procedures. If you have to write procedure, whatever your school requires. I don't know what your school requires. I don't teach there. So. Write on the board every you need to write down. Make any copies you're going to need. Don't leave this until the morning. That might be the most important step. Make any copies you need now. All right. Number four, place copies and books on students' desks for first period. This also, by the way, works like for after lunch and then after your prep period too. Place any notes you need nearby so you have access to them and then go home. Enjoy the rest of your day with your family. Going to have some full disclosure here. You may not leave on time every day. I know that's our goal. It's my goal, but I don't leave on time every day. Sometimes I want to stay after. I know that sounds silly. When you when you have an efficient classroom, an efficient system working, sometimes you want to stay after because you're actually enjoying yourself. You're not, you know, you're not tired and stressed out all the time. You actually enjoy being in the classroom. So you don't mind staying a little bit extra to, to, to get that little pop in. When I say extra, I'm talking half hour tops, 15 minutes. Not like three hours every day, like I did my first year teaching. Hey, there are times when, for, for you know, there are times also for whatever reason that I don't have everything set up right at the time I want to leave. So I'll stay after five or ten minutes as well. This is especially true when you first commit to being totally prepared for the next class before you leave. It's a habit you need to develop. You may resist this habit at first because you just want to be done with the day, but I'm telling you, do it anyway. This is especially difficult. So it's Friday. It's 3.08, everyone's streaming for the exits. You know what I'm talking about. But you still have a few things to get ready for Monday that'll take five minutes. You wanna leave with everyone else, but don't do it. Get everything prepared for the next class because I'm telling you this right now, there's gonna come a day when you're running late, you get to school a minute or two before the bell rings and you have nothing to worry about. Imagine that. Imagine getting stuck in traffic and running through the bill and getting pulling into the parking lot three minutes before class starts. And all you have time to do is walk from your car to the classroom. And you've got nothing to worry about because you're all ready to go. And because you're ready, there's no worries about a gotcha visit from the administration. Give this habit a chance. I mean, be completely prepared for tomorrow before you leave today. If you're, if you, once you start it, once you get in the habit, you're going to leave on time and you're gonna be completely ready for tomorrow. You're gonna to get home. More importantly, you're gonna get home, not be stressed, and actually enjoy your time off. 
Wouldn't that be great? Enjoying our time off without being stressed out about our jobs. <laughs> All right, that sound can only mean one thing. It means it's time for the one thing. All right, so this habit I talked about is the one thing you can do to reduce, reduce stress, be prepared, and enjoy your time away from the classroom. You're going to feel more confident about what you're doing, and teaching will be more fun. More fun and more enjoyable. If you're having trouble getting started on this, then start small. Perhaps commit to having all your copies made, or maybe just commit to writing your objective on the board before you leave, or just commit to putting supplies on students' desks before you go. So do one of these things. You'll notice, oh, Doing one of these things is awesome. I'm going to do all three now. So just commit to doing something to help you be ready for the next day before you leave. All right, takeaways. You know, we talk a lot about, uh, I talk a lot about, I want you to leave on time. But there's no sense leaving on time if you're stressed out all the time once you leave because you're not ready. My tagline is leave on time today and still have a great lesson tomorrow. All right, takeaway number two. Once you get your end of the day routine dialed in, this will become automatic and staying after your contract time will be rare unless you choose to do so. And it's okay. I have no problem when teachers choose to stay late. I choose to stay late sometimes, but I don't want to have to stay late. And takeaway number three is good to have a selection of quick lesson plans like the ones in the notes section of this episode for those days when you're just not on top, as on top of things as you normally are. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 